Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome for another exciting edition of 1111 Talk Radio. I have a wonderful guest on today, uh, someone that I have uh, read quite deeply and just am thrilled to have him on. But before I get into that, I want to thank all of you for making 1111 Talk Radio the number one show on the network. We are thrilled to bring you quality, in-depth programming, and we'll continue to do so. Also, 1111 Magazine's next issue is about to release across the country in Barnes & Noble, Borders, and in Chapters books in Canada, and the issue is on conscious business, your personal business and your life purpose business. We've got some great interviews in there with Marianne Williamson, Byron Katie, Madaloma Some, and several others, amazing graphics and fabulous stories of motivation and inspiration to support your journey of the soul. You know, there comes a point in life where we all ask the big questions, and it's no coincidence. We all get there, and after many steps in our life that really take us there, and those big questions tend to be, what do I really want? How would I know if I had it? What would happen if I got it? And is it going to really make me happy? Is it going to take me where I want to be? But probably the most asked question that is out there is, what is the purpose of my life? And we don't really get the time to get still enough And when we do, these are the questions that show up. And then we start searching for the answers. Well, few writers approach the topic of life purpose with the clarity of Dan Millman, whose prior book, The Life You Were Born to Live, reached more than a million readers worldwide. And if you haven't read it, it's right on the money. When I looked my numbers up years and years ago, I was just amazed at how on the money these numbers were telling me about myself and my own questions about life. In The Four Purposes of Life, his newest release, Dan distills decades of exploration and experience into a concise map of what we're here to accomplish on our life's journey. He's the author of 17 books read by millions of people in 29 languages, and he teaches worldwide, speaking to men and women from all walks of life. He is someone that is able to teach even the leaders in the fields of health, psychology, education, even business and politics. And I'm very, very honored to have him on 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Dan. Thank you, Stefan. Good to be here with you. 
Well, it's a great book, and it really does approach the questions that really are plaguing people's minds, especially now, because with the economy the way it is, with the changes that are occurring, with people discovering maybe I'm not happy in my job, or maybe there's something else I'm supposed to do, or maybe I'm supposed to do my job but also do my other calling, it seems to really answer those questions. Well, that's what I set out to do. I was on my own search for many years. Uh, until I finally came to the point in my, this is my 15th book where I was ready to put the pieces of the puzzle together and share it with um, all of my readers. Well, that's fantastic. And, and for those people that might not be familiar with your work, uh, because we also get a lot of newbies that are just beginning their journey, I'd like to talk a little bit first uh, in this first segment about what really brought you to this path and got you providing this profound wisdom through the many books that you've written to us. Sure. Yeah, I, I, as an introduction to your new listeners, I was once... Uh, an athlete. I won a world championship on trampoline. I was a gymnastics competitor. And then I coached at Stanford University for some some years when I was a much, much younger man. And I was focused on talent for sports, how we can improve our talent level to learn faster and easier and rise to higher levels. Um, but over time, my interest expanded into um, from the realm of into the realm of daily life because I realized physical skill training didn't help me when I got married or had children or dealt with financial challenges or career decisions. So I began a search for how to create talent for living. It took me around the world uh, well over a decade of intensive seeking, working with a number of mentors I'll write about one day in a forthcoming book. And it led to an approach to living I call the way of the peaceful warrior which um, is about all of us. It's not some exclusive path or group uh, someone has to be initiated into. It's, it's not my way. The way of the peaceful warrior is our way because every one of us is seeking to live with a more peaceful heart. But there are times in our lives we need a warrior's spirit because it takes courage to live in this world. It takes courage to love in this world. So that's what I mean by the term peaceful warrior, peaceful heart, warrior spirit, living with our head in the clouds but our feet on solid ground. And, and that's one thing that I really love about all of your writing is it's very practical. It's not something that's so high up in the clouds that we feel as if we're floating. It really does anchor us down in what real life's about and how to utilize solutions that move us through the muck and also let us enjoy the bliss when it shows up. Exactly right. You put it very well. Um, and and I, I guess my background as an athlete has kept the work I do grounded in real life, real outcomes. So, um, and also there's an emphasis in the work I do on action, on what we do from moment to moment. Today, great deal of emphasis on what I might call magical thinking, um, wishful thinking, that if we just, with the one-stop shopping, you know, we're told we can manifest all we desire because of quantum physics, if we just visualize it and imagine it and focus on it, it will just relax and it will appear in our life. Boy, wouldn't that be nice. I'll tell you, the horse I'm betting on is effort over time. I think it's fine to dream big, but we need to start small and then connect the dots. Well, and action is so much a part of being, and I think that's the piece that people miss. 
we're, we're, we've kind of over-cliched and overused some terms like human doing and that we need to be human beings, but we're missing the point because being actually means living out our life, living out experience, understanding ourselves, knowing ourselves, stepping into the true purpose. Well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a, a half-cousin to the hobbit because I'm a pretty simple guy. And when I hear terms like beingness, I really want to ask, what exactly does that mean? How do I, what do I do with that? Um, even if we're sitting very quietly and meditating, um, we're still doing something. We are sitting deliberately in a good posture. We're breathing. We are doing a number of things. So uh, I, I do believe, for anyone listening, they should know where I'm coming from. I believe our life is shaped in large part by what we do from moment to moment. And we'll get much more clear on that when we finally come around to the fourth purpose in the new book, The Four Purposes of Life. Well, and early on in The Four Purposes of Life, and the subtitle is Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World, which is so relevant for this time, early on there's a statement that I think is very profound, and it is, daily life and the journey it represents will remain your master teacher. And I think that's something that we need to understand is that all of these things that are showing up in our life as obstacles or experiences, they really are here to teach us something. Well, and... Yes, when I, when I suggest to somebody that the first purpose of life is learning life lessons and that the earth is school and, and uh, daily life is our classroom, I don't think anyone is slapping their forehead going, who knew? Uh, it's not a radical idea, but the implications of it are profound. Because simply put, um, if we finally understand that what we are here to do, the first purpose of the four in our lives is... We're not just here to win or to achieve or to succeed or to find love. Those are all wonderful things. They're part of life, and it's nice when they happen. But what we are most fundamentally here to do, what the earth is for for human beings, is it is a school for souls. So that means a a bad day in a relationship or at work or in, in school or on the sports field can be a profoundly good day or moment of learning, of, of growing, of evolving. And if that's really what we're here to do, if we finally commit to that, then we realize lessons will appear and they'll keep appearing until they'll repeat themselves until we learn them. Um, and we will open up to learning what is the lesson here. Not did I win, but what is the lesson here? Learn from it and move on. And I even actually go into the 12 required courses. We're all involved and we're all enrolled in and we need to pass these in order to graduate. Well, and you start off with saying that there there are some reminders about how life's lessons really work, and you stated one of them, that lessons really do repeat themselves until we learn them. And then you also go into the fact that they don't necessarily get easier. They, they can get harder, and that we learn and grow through these challenges. And in taking that into account, we can move into what those school rules are. We can move into what this really encompasses for us in discovering that life purpose and then living the four purposes that you are going to talk about. Yes, uh, that's right, Simon. It also brings up, it can bring upon us a profound sense of trust because when we start to realize that daily life guaranteed to teach us all that we need in order to evolve, then we understand that we don't actually have to read any book, including mine, we don't have to attend any seminars. 
in order to evolve as human beings. Daily life will teach us all we need. People were evolved before books and seminars. However, you or someone else might well ask you, well, wait a minute, Dan, if, if, uh, why do you write books? Why do you teach seminars? Well, the reason being a good book, a good seminar that has clarity can give us the kind of math shine some light in the dark so that we can learn the lessons of life more gracefully and save us some unnecessary suffering and time. Absolutely. I totally agree. And the first area that you talk about, the first purpose of life, um, is is really a powerful place for us to, to begin because we start to learn that voluntary adversity and some of the school rules and, and the different pieces that we have to experience. Well, that is the beginning. And, and if that's a new term for people, voluntary adversity, well, what's that? Well, you know, I, uh, anybody who's seen or read my first book, Way of the Peaceful Warrior, or seen the Peaceful Warrior movie with Nick Nolte, um, that's on DVD now. And, and if anybody's seen that, they saw that I shattered my right thigh bone in about 40 pieces when I was a young gymnast in a motorcycle crash. And that adversity, that pain, that challenge changed the course of my life. Uh, and I, it sounds like we're coming up on a break. We are, and we will um, continue this conversation as soon as we return. My guest today is Dan Millman. He is the author of The Peaceful Warrior, and now his latest release, The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World. This book is for anyone seeking deeper insight into themselves and their lives, but especially for those at a crossroads facing a challenge or change when the past approaches no longer work. These four purposes, learning life's lessons, finding your career and calling, discovering your life path, and attending to the arising moment will bring your life into sharper focus by revealing to you the value in everyday challenges and relationships, how to make wiser decisions, our 12 required courses, and a mysterious system that clarifies your hidden calling, which brings you to the keys to mastering the most important purpose of all. You can connect to Dan Millman at his website, PeacefulWarrior.com, and there's also a place there where you can actually find out and plug in your birth date and find your birth path. We will be right back with Dan Millman. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice, what if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. What I want to be when I grow up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Welcome back. My guest today is Dan Millman, the author of 17 books read by millions of people in 29 languages. He is very well known for The Way of the Peaceful Warrior and also his amazing book, The Life You Were Born to Live, that provides a system where people can really tap into their purpose in life. But his latest book really provides the four purposes of life that will provide meaning and direction in this changing world. This book, again, is uh, titled The Four Purposes of Life, and you can connect to Dan and his work at PeacefulWarrior.com. The four purposes allow us the ability to eventually value the everyday challenges that occur in our relationships, work, and money. It also helps us to make wiser decisions and illustrates our 12 required courses in the School of Life. There's a mysterious system that clarifies your hidden calling and the keys to mastering the most important purpose of all, which is our ultimate life purpose. So welcome back, Dan. We were talking about something which is described as voluntary adversity. And at first listen, many people might think, gosh, I don't want any more adversity. I probably get enough as it is. But what are you talking about there? Well, we were, yeah, before the break, I was mentioning that I did break my leg in a number of pieces. And it was adversity. But if any of us back on our lives, um, we've all experienced physical, emotional pain in our life. But if we look back, we also probably would agree that we're a little bit stronger now, maybe a little bit wiser, uh, maybe even more compassionate have gone through that difficulty. Now, we certainly don't have to, I don't recommend fractures as a method of spiritual growth. But, uh, and we don't have to look for adversity. Challenges are a part of everyday life. Uh, our lives are a form of spiritual weightlessness in our spirits. We have many pleasures in life as well, but we also, of course, do face challenges in school, at work, in relationships, and so on. So I brought up the idea that sometimes we even volunteer for adversity. For example, no one would really deny that people in uh, training for athletics, fitness training, is a form of voluntary adversity. It's tougher than life. We're signing up for it. No one's making us doing it. No, no one is forcing us to do it. However, um, 
it puts us up against self-doubt, cycles of learning, frustration. So it is a form, you could call it voluntary adversity, to grow. And the same is true of being married, raising children. They're all wonderful things. I, you know, I've been married 35 years to Joy. We have uh, wonderful children. I know what that's like. I know the pleasures of it. But as well, every relationship has its challenges. We have bumps in the road. It's a, so it take, we take on that. Uh, some of raising children, not only that, but business. People who are involved in the world of business form a voluntary adversity. So when someone comes up to me, Simran, and says, um, why does life have to be so difficult? I say, oh, would you like life easier? I can tell you how to do that. Uh, don't have any long-term relationships. Don't have children. <laughs> don't don't uh, take on any business or any responsibilities. Hitchhike your way through life. And, yeah, it'll seem easier. But is that really what we're here for, you know, or are we here to grow? That's why St. Augustine said, I pray not for a lighter load but for stronger shoulders. Well, and and really avoiding those experiences isn't going to make us any happier. It actually might not make us as happy as we are because there are gifts to be garnered from those experiences. But you also talk about school rules that exist, and these are not based on moral concepts but more so on action and consequence. Yes. If daily life is school, there are rules in school, and I would call them spiritual laws, universal laws, as real and as solid as the law of gravity. That's a spiritual law works in the physical domain. It works not only on Earth. Gravity also exists in space. It's just a lot weaker in space. But if there weren't any, the planets would go every which way. Um, we wouldn't be orbiting the sun. So gravity is a universal force of love, or it's back to all bodies, all other bodies. And that is one form of spiritual law because it works whether or not believe in it. Uh, and it and it's nothing to do with morals. For example, if somebody ignores the law of gravity while they're rock climbing or skydiving, it doesn't make them a bad person. It just might make them dead. So uh, what, yeah. what the school rules are about, Simon, is not moral ideas of this is right and that's wrong. It's about action and consequences. This is truly how we learn. That's why I call it the school rules on planet Earth, because... We learn from the consequences of our actions. It's the most real way anybody ever learns anything. And, and most definitely, and just as we have school rules and just as we've gone through education having English and math and science, there more than likely then is an earth school curriculum that is required courses for each and every one of us. Yes, and many young people, many of us remember being maybe a little bit bored in some of our classes because it was hard for us to kind of relate to the abstractions and how does this relate? How will this help my life to divide one fraction by another? How many of us have had to do that in our daily lives since then? So, uh, of course, academic education can be very useful in terms of training our critical thinking abilities. I am not in any way putting down schooling or education. It has very powerful uses. However, in life, uh, well, let me tell you a quick story about a, a man in India. Uh, this young scholar was going on a raft across a very swiftly flowing river, and the raftsman pulling his, his way across this big cable. Uh, uh, they were halfway across, and the young scholar was telling about all the things he'd studied and all the ideas he'd entertained in his mind. And, and the, uh, the raftsman said, oh, while you were doing this, did, in all your schooling, did you ever learn actually to swim? And the young man, the scholar said, no, I haven't. He said, that's really too bad because this raft is sinking. Um, so there are times we need to learn practical, uh, the lessons of life, not just ideas and concepts. And in, in the four purposes of life, and it's a small book. You've seen it, Simon. It's 
Uh, it's like Hermione, you know, in Harry Potter, uh, Hermione's bag. It's a small bag. You reach into it, you can pull out tents and, and backpacks and all kinds of things out of this small package. So, yes, even in the first purpose, in the short section, it includes the 12 required courses we're all taking in daily life. To do it justice, it would take an entire day to even really go through it. But let me just touch upon some of these to give people a sense of the scope of what our actual courses are that we're taking. The first is discovering our worth. It deals with, it's not about self-esteem, which is just feeling confident and good about ourselves. Self-worth is how deserving we feel, how good of a person do we feel, how open are we to life's blessings. As Ramakrishna once said, an ocean of abundance and bliss can rain down from the heavens, but if we're only holding up a symbol, that's all we're going to get. So it's about how good we can stand it. That, that opens us up to all the other courses. So this is discovering our innate worth as human beings. The second gateway, and I'm not going to go into as much depth, the second is reclaiming our will. It's about turning what we know into what we actually do, and I have some very distinct tips in that area. The third gateway is energizing our body. We all know how important that is as a foundation for all else that follows in life. The fourth is manage our money. The fifth is tame our mind, and I do have some rather original ideas on how that is done. Uh, I'm not just going to tell people, go meditate, and that will take care of everything. That's not quite the approach I take. The, 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 the sixth is trust your intuition, uh, thinking with our whole brain, for, for example, and feeling and sensing our way through life. The seventh of these foundation required courses in life is accept your emotions. The eighth is face your fears. The ninth is illuminate your shadow. That's about really seeing ourselves realistically, a deep self-knowledge, which is absolutely critical for the next purpose of life um, we'll get into. And the tenth gateway is embrace our sexuality uh, to, to open up to pleasure in life, properly channeled and, and used. Um, it's, it's to balance between self-indulgence and self-denial, to find our way through that in a wise, balanced way. The, uh, the 11th uh, required course in life is Awaken Your Heart. The 12th is Serve Your World, which is actually, and, and the joy that comes from that, those who've discovered the secret of service um, really have a sense of fulfillment that those who just live for themselves um, for entertainment and pleasure keep, continue to miss. So that brings us to the second purpose we could get into. Service is a perfect segue. Yes, absolutely. And, and that second purpose has to do with the essence of career and calling. And I think a lot of people either confuse the two or don't recognize that there are distinct differences here and they feed different sides of us. They certainly do. And that's um, why I drew a distinction in, in the opening section and the longest section of the book, Finding Your Career and Calling. Simply put, our career is what produces an income. We may love it. We may love the people we work with. It may bring on much meaning and, and satisfaction. But if we weren't getting paid at all, it wouldn't be our career anymore. We'd have to find something else. Um, whereas our calling is something we love doing, something we're drawn to, something we almost need to do. It could be as you know, simple as a, a hobby, a passion, a pursuit. Or it could be a higher calling to the clergy, to the military, to... Um, philanthropy and helping others. There are all kinds of callings. Some people just love playing the guitar, but it, they may not make money at it, but it's something they love to do so they practice in their uh, free time. 
Now, for some of us, our career and calling are the same. Uh, we, we have a calling that we get so good at, we end up making money doing it, and, and it becomes our career. That's wonderful. But it's not necessarily uh, for everyone. Some people have a career. They do. They function well. They get paid for it. And in their discretionary time, they pursue a calling. That's perfectly fine, too. And as you know, I tell stories of career and calling, very different colorful stories about people. They're all true stories that I know that show the different approaches to both career and calling. Well, and I think what really comes through in the book and what people can can take back within their own lives is if they are in a career that is not fully satisfying them, but they know monetarily they can't leave it, just opening up to your calling and allowing yourself to have that in your life also changes the perspective on the career. And it gives you a different uh, feeling of yourself. Because to me, what I got from reading your book was that calling is a lot about service, service to ourselves and service to something greater. And I feel as if service is really our true nature. It is what we are meant to be here and do here, to share in community, to be a part of, and to share the gifts that we have. Well, that's extremely well said, and I couldn't agree more. Um, and the reason career and calling and the distinction between the two are important is, well, actually, um, we could get to that Mike, after the break. That sounds great, Dan. I am with Dan Millman. He is the author of several amazing books, including The Peaceful Warrior and The Life You Were Born to Live. But now he has released The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World. You can find out more about him at PeacefulWarrior.com. Get connected to his courses and opt into his mailing list so that you can continue to get a lot of this amazing guidance. He also has some video courses that you can enlist in that really support the Way of the Peaceful Warrior teachings along with the Life Purpose teachings. Again, you can connect with him at PeacefulWarrior.com. I'd like to take a moment to also uh, let everyone know that we have received, 1111 Magazine has received the 2011 Nautilus Award, the first and only time ever given to a magazine. So we are really, really proud that our magazine was selected and will be honored at Book America Expo in New York City in just a couple of weeks. Thank you so much for that. We'll be right back with Dan Millman and the four purposes of life. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. 
And the results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone We'll neuro need to perform a surgical urinary biopsy. MIBG After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Martin Luther King Jr. states that whatever your life work is, do it well. Do it so well that no one else could do it better. If it falls on your lot to be a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures, like Shakespeare wrote poetry, like Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets so well that all of the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper. Again, that's a quote by Martin Luther King Jr., and it really does exemplify the second purpose in Dan Millman's new book, The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing world. And that second purpose has to do with finding your calling and your career and understanding that there can be both in your life, uh, either in unison or individually, and you can still be fulfilled and served and have everything that you need to fulfill the second requirement for your life purposes. Would you like to add anything to that, Dan? I would, Ron. That is, I would encourage, uh, really hardly encourage, uh, young starving artists who are pursuing, following their heart and pursuing their calling um, to also consider finding a day job so they can stabilize their life. They don't have to starve. They don't have to suffer in that way for their art. The more stable their life is, the more their creativity can blossom. So someone following their calling may very well need to also have a day job or a career. And some people obsess on their career and making it and climbing to the top of the ladder. Meanwhile, they abandon what they love doing. So I think it's important for them also to consider a calling. Uh, if it's not within the work they do, find it, uh, and it both will enrich their life. Uh, but then we get into the issue of, yes, but what is my calling? What is my career? What is that purpose? How do I find my way to it? And maybe we can touch upon that. Absolutely. And, and one thing that I'd like to also state before we go into that is that sometimes that stability, I know that, that in doing my own life purpose numbers on your website, I, I found out that mine had to do with the creativity and stability. So the struggle was part of it for me to attain discipline and organization and become more adept and focused. And sometimes that's part of the journey. So there's even purpose in having that little bit of struggle and having to get that other stable monetary place. Yes. That, that, even though we don't have to pretend to like, we have to roll up our sleeves and handle the challenge, um, we can all look back on the time we've done that, appreciate where it's brought us. That's true for just about any of us. 
sometimes it's at the center of line one you get sometimes at the elevator and sometimes you get the shaft. But nonetheless, uh, we can all appreciate the value of what we've gone through and how much stronger we are now. And the search for career is one of those necessary challenges of life, especially in our 20s. You know, I call them the trying 20s because we try this, then we try that. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a winding path. Uh, They say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. Well, it took me at least 16 years. And in, in the Four Purposes of Life, I write about my own winding path of ups and downs in one job to the next, a few months this, and six months that, for years. Um, so I'm not just theorizing here. I was in the trenches. And so I've been through the trying 20s and to some extent through the trying 30s um, until I got to know myself. And this is the absolute key, to know ourselves well enough so we can make wiser choices in career, in spouse, because if we don't know ourselves, we can choose the right job or mate for the wrong person, the one we thought we were. And that's what the 20s are for. They're a necessary time of getting to know ourselves through our interactions with the world. And I I help people home in in terms of specific areas of talents, interests, uh, and values, uh, and to find out what our core values are, whether it's uh, place-oriented, work-oriented, people-oriented. Um, and there are many hints I give in terms of also using the subconscious. There's a time travel exercise using our imaginative faculties to make a more fully informed decision when we have a big choice to make. So this is all part. It's, it's part of what that education mentioned in the first purpose, learning life's lessons. Our career and calling in that search is absolutely necessary and incredibly valuable for getting to know who we are and and making friends with ourselves. Well, and that's just it. So many people, they think that they waste their 20s or that they made mistakes, and they spend the time beating themselves up instead of realizing that it's a platform from which to leap. And you give some really relevant points that can, can then be taken from that springboard, and there are things such as deciding to decide. So often, we don't even just make a decision. You know, we're so worried about looking at the past or looking at the future or have so many things in front of us in our plate, but we're not really going from that hardcore issue to make the decision that we really need to make. Exactly. You know, there's a point in our lives we realize that every choice we make ultimately leads to wisdom. Some choices make life a little easier. Some choices make life a little harder, but even if it's harder, again, we get stronger. Sometimes climbing out of a dark hole gives strength to climb the mountain. So those choices and deciding to decide, as I put it in the book, is so important. And it's also important to understand that we make a choice not up in our heads. We don't make a choice about the future either. Our decisions are made in the present moment by the actions we take. In fact, there's a little story from one of my books, a little book called The Laws of Spirit. This ageless woman sage is guiding me through the mountains, through the natural world. I'm learning these universal laws. And we come to a fork in the road, and she says, please, choose which path to take. Well, this is like many of our lives. We get these choices. And I I looked back and forth, and I weighed factors, how steep one looked, and so on. And I went, I pointed to the left and said, I'm going to take this path. And she said, thank you. Now, please, make a decision. And I said, oh, maybe you didn't hear me. I said, I'm going to go on this path. And she said, yes, now, just make a choice. And I said, are you listening to me? 
And I just got a little irritated. I started walking. And she said, ah, thank you. Oh, yes, the action. It's not just the words. It's the actual action. It's being uh, almost one of the sections you have under career and calling. It talks about entry level to leadership. It's almost becoming your leader. Exactly. And, in fact, think, think about doing something the same as not doing. Uh, someone once said, how do I know what I think until I see what I do? Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you also, in, in that section, and that's such a really profound big section because I think career and calling is one of those places where people get really, really stuck. And you talk about being the leader and inspiring by example. And, and I often think that we have to step into leadership and then we're shown how to lead or we take the steps to understand how we become the leader and we bounce back and forth between the teacher and the student. Well, there are... There are many books written on leadership, for corporate, the corporate world, very popular idea how to become a leader. But, but I take a different stance in the four purposes of life. I have a section from entry level to leadership where I talk about entry level issues and what that is like, um, finding your way into the work world. Um, and also, I, when I define leadership, you see, it has nothing to do with whether you have the top corner office or whether you work in the mailroom. It's not associated with the role we play and the status of our role. Anyone can show leadership, and there are very specific qualities. I first learned some of these qualities when I was a coach. I was a Stanford coach you know, on the gymnastics team for four years there at the university, uh, and I realized it took me years to look back and go, wow, I was doing all the things that upper-level managers have to do in the corporate world. I, was, I dealt with motivation, providing meaning for the people, uh, uh, encouraging collaboration rather than competing with one another, but more helping one another, um, supporting them, finding out how I could support them. There are these certain qualities of leadership that anyone, a parent in a family, uh, a young person among their peers, they can step into that role of leadership wherever they are at any time in life. And as we move into those places and we take the steps to discover who we are, we do step into that third purpose of discovering our life path. We, we do start to figure out and understand what that hidden calling is. Talk a little bit about that. Well, we're going to have to talk about that at the next section. These uh, segments go so quickly when you're talking to someone as fascinating as Dan Millman, who has written some amazing books such as The Peaceful Warrior, The Life You Were Born to Live, and now The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World. This is a powerful little book packed with information that can really give you a practical way to look at life, a practical way to understand that we're here to learn life's lessons, find our career and our calling, discover our life path, and attend to the arising moment, which really brings ourselves, our purpose, our experiences, and our soul into the full experience that we are here to live. We'll be right back with Dan Millman. You can connect with him at PeacefulWarrior.com, and you can also go to Daily Ohm, and there's an amazing course, a Peaceful warrior course that you can uh, connect to to discover the 12 humanity curriculum pieces and it is done by donations so whatever you feel willing or able to pay just sign up for that and attend the course and get started on your journey and the four purposes of life
media for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Oprah Winfrey says that you have a sacred calling. The question is, will you take the time to heed that call? Will you blaze your own path? You are the author of your own life. Don't let others define it for you. Real power comes from doing what you are meant to be doing and doing it well. Dan Millman's book, The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World, helps to guide you on that path. As you consider the arc of your career and the challenges of moving through the low points and difficulties that come with the territory, recall the first of the four purposes, learning life's lessons. You've learned so much so far, and you can continue to adapt and grow, mature and evolve. And during those times, you may even feel stuck and stagnant. But persist, stand up for yourself, lead by example, practice the quiet courage of everyday life, and discover the other three purposes of life in his amazing book. You can connect with him at PeacefulWarrior.com, where you can also find out about some of his other courses and other events and experiences that you can have with him, along with an experience on Daily Own, where you can go through humanity's curriculum. Again, that's PeacefulWarrior.com. Dan, welcome back. And we were um, discussing something and got cut off in, in the process. So please continue in discussing that third purpose of discovering life path and how to move forward on that. Yes, someone might, might well ask, well, how does life path fit with your career and calling? And it does, because if the career and calling is uh, what 
of stage life that we're all performing, this is backstage, behind the scenes. Our life path is more like a hidden calling that remains obscure to many people their entire life. It, it addresses directly and reveals. It's an unusual, very accurate method for revealing the hidden drives, our gifts, our hurdles, uh, our strengths that we bring into this life. It's different from the person next to us, our spouse, our, our brother, sister, parent, most often. So we find out something unique about ourselves. And people can get a little preview of that um, as I go into this, this system um, by just going to PeacefulWarrior.com, as you mentioned, clicking on Life Purpose link there, getting your Life Purpose calculator and uh, checking that out. But I, I have to say, Simran, that that I'm a pretty empirical guy. I mean, the scientific method pulled us out of the dark ages of superstition. I like science. I like rationality. However, um, this is the most mysterious and provocative aspect of all that I teach because I can't rationally explain how working with our date of birth on the Gregorian calendar could could reveal accurate, uncannily accurate, reliable uh, core issues of our life. I don't know how it works, but on the other hand, nope, we don't know how aspirin works. I was walk, going for a walk with a physician friend, and he said that doctors do not know all the mechanisms of aspirin, how it actually works. They just know it does, and it's the same with this system. That's the best thing I can say about it. So this is a method for accessing, to understand the numbers of our, our date of birth manipulated in a certain way that reveals um, our hidden calling or our life path, and I learned this system from a man, uh, an unusual mentor, uh, about the mid-80s, and I worked with it for almost a decade before I began to teach it, and finally I wrote the book, The Life You Were Born to Live, which uh, is, it has done extremely well because of word of mouth, because it's so accurate. And, it, and this, it, is, I, it is incredibly accurate. It is, is astonishing how, if you have no clue who you are, if you will read this book, and I urge you that while you're ordering your the Four, life pur- four Purposes of Life book, go ahead and get The Life You Were Born to Live, because that book will, in a nutshell, at least give you a glimpse of what you're really here for, what your challenges are, what your obstacles are, what your, your gifts are. It truly is uncanny how accurate this is. And it's, it's almost as if it was that book that we all wished for that came with us when we were born so that we had some kind of clue. So I, I fully agree with that. And even in the purposes of life, the four purposes of life, you briefly go into these nine life paths to give people an idea of what those are. Yes. In fact, um, if somebody is only going to get one book, personally I would recommend getting the entire context in the four purposes of life, to see the four purposes. And then if somebody reads that third purpose and goes, wow, I want to know more about this. I want to get into more depth. Then they can get the entire reference book, The Life You Were Born to Live. But if they go into The Life You Were Born to Live, they'll learn a lot, but it will only give one of those four purposes. So this gives the entire context. I just wanted to be clear uh, about that. And it is mysterious, and it's like trying to find the square root of a sonnet. I mean, I, I just... Uh, this is a stumbling block for many people, but I tell them the mind's like a parachute. It works best when it's open. So just keep an open mind, read the material, and check out uh, how it might apply to you, and I think most people will find it quite, quite illuminating. 
Well, absolutely. And I have both books in my library. I actually have The Peaceful Warrior as well. So I have all three. And and they're highly recommended because I am a full advocate that we do have to access the resources and the tools and the individuals that can lead us to our next best step. Oftentimes, those people and those books that appear in our lives at a certain time or that radio interview that you happen to be listening to, it might be the very thing that you need to spark something in your life that's been missing or to help you step now into something that you've been ruminating over for far too long. So definitely access the tools that you need to access. Let's talk about the fourth purpose of life in in just a couple of minutes that we have left. Yes, and your listeners now have a context. Learning life's lessons, career and calling, hidden life path uh, or hidden calling, and now we turn to the, the fourth purpose, which may be the most important of all. Why would I say that? Because it integrates the other three purposes which are in the world of ideas and all these things you can do, it always comes back to the moment of reality. The fourth purpose is attending to our purpose in this arising moment. For example, we may not know our cosmic, eventual, ultimate purpose, but everyone listening, you and I both, we all know exactly what our purpose is in this moment. You and I are speaking with one another. That's our purpose in this moment. And everyone is listening, that's their purpose, unless they're multitasking. <laughs> so we, the, the present moment is the moment of reality. The rest is mental constructs of memory and imagination. Yes, many of us have heard a lot about living in the present moment and its importance. I've written about it. Ram Das wrote Be Here Now. Eckhart Tolle wrote Power Now. Many people write about it. But this book, the, the fourth purpose puts it together in a way I don't think ever been communicated in quite this way. I worked very hard to convey the words. You know, somebody can read a table of contents, and what, it, what they have is a menu. And the menu is fine, but it cannot provide the nourishment of the meal. And a book put together in a proper way, the words delivered in such a way where it actually opens people up to that nourishment. And that's what I've tried to do in this new book. Well, and I think it's so important that we do attend to the rising moment. And what the four purposes of life will actually do for you is it will help you to also get to that place. So many of us are caught up in anxiety because we're so conflicted about what the future is going to look like. Or we're caught up in depression because we're so caught up with the wounds of the past and what we should have done. By getting into that next arising moment, experiencing ourselves, being the leader, learning the life lessons and stepping into our callings, we then experience life the way our soul intended. We are able to finally step into a place where we can make meaning and have direction in this changing world. Connect to Dan Millman at PeacefulWarrior.com. The book is The Four Purposes of Life, Finding Meaning and Direction in a Changing World. I am Simran Singh. It's been a pleasure to be here with you this week, and I look forward to having you on the show again next week. Until then, be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.